Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all season long with your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Profit Podcast. This is Saturday with the Profit, where we answer 15 questions from TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm here today, actually, with my brother. He's home from college. How are you doing, Stephen? I'm doing well. Calvin, how are you? <laughs> Good. Uh, Stephen has actually been playing fantasy football as long as I have. I will actually take credit for getting uh, the profit into fantasy football to begin with. A number of years ago, I started a fantasy football league, the first in our family, and Calvin kind of took to it more than the rest of us, I think. I won that year, no matter what anyone else says. There was definitely collusion, but I think I won. There is an asterisk next to that There was definitely collusion. Anyways, let's just hop right into it. We're going to talk about the 15 questions. So the number one question we got, what is your reaction after losing the championship in a fantasy league? Uh, Steven, you've never been to a championship, have you? I I think I actually have you been have? to one championship. I Yeah, there may have been a little collusion that year as well. Uh-huh. Um, it is disappointing, uh, <laughs> to say the least, uh, when you lose uh, lose a fantasy championship. Um, it, it Really, for me, I think it would depend on whether it's a dynasty league or not. Mm-hmm. When you're just playing, uh, the, many of the leagues I played were not Redraft. dynasty leagues. Redraft, and it's it's kind of sad because it's the end of your team, you know, and you you didn't win, and you know it's you're not going to be starting those players. You got to say goodbye to them. But when when you're doing a dynasty league, you know, you might have something to build on. You can still you know think about okay, which players do I want to keep? So dynasty league not quite as disappointing, but and I mean you always want to come out on top. Yeah, I think it also depends. Uh, how you lose. Like, if you just straight out lose, your team wasn't as good. It's a lot different than if you pulled someone a roster decision at the last second. Right, and I think there was, maybe two years ago, a Kaimi Fairbairn blew up in the playoffs, <laughs> and like, to lose to a kicker, a kicker breakout <laughs> performance is just the worst. So yeah, I think I think any loss is disappointing in the playoffs, but a championship, at least you feel like you 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 made it to the Super Bowl. That's a successful season. You know, I feel even if you get to like the final four mm-hmm. in your in your your league, I feel like that's a, a successful season. Uh, anything less that is kind of a you yeah come back next year and do better. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's definitely disappointing. Now the next one is give us bold predictions as far as division standings for this season. Uh, the boldest I'd get, I I could see. Pittsburgh winning the division instead of Baltimore. Do you think that's possible? Big Ben is coming back. They've still got Juju. And their defense was great last year. They were. Um, It's it's hard for me to think positively about Pittsburgh at this point. Uh, Big Ben we know can be terrific. I am curious to see how good he actually is coming back. Do you think he can stay healthy? I don't see him playing starting every game of the season. I don't see him staying healthy for a whole season. See, I just think that defense is strong enough that they don't need Big Ben to be, you know, the Big Ben of days gone by. I think just as long as he's better than Devlin Hodges and uh, the other quarterbacks there who are a nightmare, I think they could they could potentially 
win that division. Right. And you can't forget about a Juju. Like, Mm -hmm. when Big Ben was in, Juju was really great. Uh, He kind of fell off the face of the earth, or the whole team did when last year when when everything (laughs) went apart for Pittsburgh. Um, But it'll be interesting to see how they do. What's a a bold prediction you have for division standings? Detroit winning? Uh, There's no way Detroit wins. (laughs) I think Packers are taking the (laughs) NFC North again. Um, They had it last year. I know. I think that's oh, why I say that's again. That's not a bold prediction. That's not a bold <laughs> prediction. No, uh, I think Minnesota is the only one who has a chance of taking them. The the the, the division that uh, intrigues me the most is the NFC South. Mm-hmm. Uh, my bold prediction is Tom Brady's going to take that division over Drew Brees, over Drew Brees, over the Falcons, over the Panthers. All right. Yeah, I like that. Buccaneers are taking Buccaneers. the NFC South. I could see it. It's bold. I like it. All right. Next, we've got thoughts on Derek Carr top twelve quarterback finish this is interesting because right off the bat it's you know no way but then if you think a little harder the weapons he has there Henry Ruggs just came in they've got Josh Jacobs Lynn Bowden he has the weapons do you think Stephen we could see him finish well in fantasy top 12 I can see him top 12 Really? Uh, I really like their weapons I've I've watched a lot of SEC football I know how good Lynn Bowden Ruggs uh Jacobs, they can be. Mm-hmm. He's got the weapons. He's got, I think, probably one of the more talented offensive skill skill position rosters. Yeah, just in terms of it, the, uh, the athletic playmaking ability. Uh, and you know, I, I think it's for Derek Carr. It's kind of okay. They got him weapons now. It's time to either put up some good numbers or make room for. And their... they brought in Mariota, so there's going to be competition if he doesn't succeed. If he doesn't succeed this year, I think it's he's he's in trouble. I mean, I remember a day when when we thought. Derek Carr was the future of the NFL. Do you remember that? I remember that. It coming in and saying, I, I remember talking to you actually saying, you know, this guy has, uh, he's drawing comparisons so to Brett Favre. Uh, he's going to be the new quarterback of this generation. And then Mahomes happened. And yeah, it was kinda... 2015. He had 3,987 yards, 32 touchdowns. And after that, it just hasn't quite been as good. It's gone down slowly each year. I definitely think the weapons are there. Now, if he doesn't, do you think Mariota could come in and be top 12? Do you think the quarterback for the the Raiders will be top 12, whether it's Mariota or Carr? I, I think so. And I think especially for Carr, just still on the last the last point, I think he's either he produces or he gets benched. I th- don't think mm-hmm. it's on him now. I don't think there's any excuses. I, I agree with that. So I think Carr could finish top 12, and if he doesn't, I think Mariota could definitely. I think the weapons are there. I think... Raiders, they're up um, up incoming offense, definitely. Definitely. All right, so number four, we've got who will have a better season, Dwayne Haskins or Joe Burrow? You know that's tough. Um, I want to say Burrow, I'm but also I Burrow. don't. I, I really, you know, see Burrow. Burrow just put up possibly the greatest season any college football player has ever had. Mm-hmm. Um. You think it's it carries over call. even on the Bengals? I think it carries over because the way he won was not um it was not something that is hard to carry over to the NFL. Mm-hmm. He wasn't it wasn't a JT Barrett kind of thing, you know, uh, where there or uh, or even a Mariota in college where they rely a lot on running. 
Uh, it was just really good passing. Just really athletic. He does have that mobility, He does too. have the mobility when he needs it. Uh, but he's got really great vision, really great pocket presence. And they were running, um, I heard the analysis, they were running a very much an NFL-style offense down at LSU, mm-hmm. an offense that most college coordinators don't even try to call because it's too advanced for usual college quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They were able to run that because Burrow could handle that kind of offense. So I think his game transfers really well. I think he's got some weapons especially if Green can actually play. Mm-hmm. If um, Green can stay healthy for just a little bit. And they've got a great backfield with Mixon. Um, See, I think it could go either way. I think a big part is going to depend on what type of training camp they have. Because if there isn't preseason training camp... Do they camp, even have a preseason? Well, well that's we, we still don't know yet yeah. with the COVID situation. But I think we will know week one who's going to have a better season. Right. I think if Dwayne Haskins comes out and shows us he's evolved, he's who they drafted him to be, I think Dwayne Haskins easily has the better season. Because he, he, he showed flashes and Terry McLaurin's there. But if Dwayne Haskins comes out next year, week one, and it's same old, same old, I think Joe Burrow... I, I don't see Joe Burrow being terrible. I see him being pretty good or great. I don't think he's going to have a terrible season. I don't see that outcome. No, I think I think Joe Burrow has a very productive season. I don't know. I don't know that he's going to have the instant success mm-hmm. that people in uh, Cincinnati are hoping for. But I think you know, I think he'll have a very good rookie season, maybe on par with Baker Mayfield's rookie season. Yeah, I'd agree with that. All right, on to question number five. Where do you have Dak Prescott in your rankings? I'll answer this one first. I've got him, I think we talked about a little bit before. I've got him ranked number third, right before, Mahomes, right after Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Do you have him that high, or do you have Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson ahead? I, you know, I don't, I don't follow the stats quite as closely as, as Calvin. Um, for me, it's hard. Uh, I, I, I've been looking at the stats for Dak a little bit, and I was a little surprised, quite frankly, as to how high he finished in most of his stats last year. Dallas was so bad. Um, I feel like if you weren't really watching his individual stats, it was a little easy to forget about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think he finishes definitely top 10. I, I take him around where I would take Deshaun Watson. I'm taking Russell Wilson probably right before Dak. You think um, they rely on Wilson more with both Penny and Carson Hurt? Yeah, and I think I, I've ha- I had actually played Russell Wilson a couple seasons, and he's just remarkably consistent. Mm-hmm. He's very consistent. He's going to score you twenty points a week at and, least when the, the the season I had him. It didn't matter if he had had a zero points in the first half; he was going to get his points. When I look at Dak's stats, um, one thing that really scares me is his red zone completion percentage was second to worst, mm-hmm. number thirty one. But he had was also number one in dropped passes. So I think the addition of C.D. Lamb is huge. Um, yeah, definitely. C.D. Lamb is an exciting player. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will help that. And don't forget Gallup, uh, uh, Michael Gallup. So they've got yeah, three so great receivers. Their offense is so stacked. I mean, they, they should be winning the NFC practically. See, I don't see a way he doesn't finish at least top five. I don't know how with that offense it could not work. Now, obviously... Things happen. Cleveland Browns. Everyone said there's no way Baker doesn't finish. But for me, if I'm statting it out, I can't predict him failing. Yeah, in that system. and we also know Mike McCarthy. Years and years with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, before that, with Brett Favre, he's a pass pass first kind of offense. Mm-hmm. I worry about Elliott fantasy wise. Yeah, sure. I would be more worried about Elliott. We're bringing in McCarthy. McCarthy is a big change. Um, we know he loves to pass. He's going to be a pass heavy. I mean, McCarthy had Aaron Jones two seasons ago, and Did no one even knew the name Aaron Jones. Yeah, the year they had Aaron Jones, before McCarthy was fired, they were ranked 
32nd in rush attempts per game. So he he likes to throw, throw, throw. So that could be really good for Dak, um, especially with the, the addition of the new weapons mm-hmm. in, the, in the passing game. So I, I've got him uh, around three. Obviously, there are other players that I think can go ahead of him. Russell Wilson, I think it Who would are be you taking ahead? Who are you taking ahead of Dak? Personally, I would take... Uh, if I were ranking them, I'd take Lamar and Mahomes for sure. And then possibly, possibly Kyler Murray with DeAndre mm. Hopkins there. I would have taken Hop- uh, Deshaun Watson if they still had Hopkins. He would yeah, have definitely he... been number three. But there, I think uh, Dak, very arguably top three. And Russell Wilson, yeah, he's pretty consistent. And a lot of his fantasy numbers, they've dropped off more recently just because they've really been relying on the running game. But with the injuries they've had, I could see them going back to kind of that pass-heavy attack. And I think Wilson could have more of a rushing impact this year. So I think you could take Wilson over Dak and Murray over Dak. But definitely, I I can't think of four other quarterbacks. Yeah, I put him top five. five. All right, top five. All right, number six, we've got what are your hobbies outside of fantasy football? Steven, what are your hobbies? My hobbies outside of fantasy football? Uh, shoot. Uh, well, I'm in school, so that takes up a lot of time. Uh, <laughs> school isn't a hobby, though. School doesn't count. I guess violin playing. Uh, hey, violin. Violin's a lot of fun. What, what about, about you? Losing in Madden. Yeah, I lose a lot of Madden. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, my hobbies also music, and then I also like to cook. We're not that interesting of people, though. No. Uh, mostly fantasy football in school. That's kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> and losing in Madden. All right, so number seven, is Kamara worth a top seven pick or no? For me, I think definitely. I think I would definitely take Alvin Kamara that early. The reason his numbers were down from last year is really mostly because of the injury to him and Drew Brees. I think with both of them healthy, I think Kamara easily finishes top seven in running backs and if we're talking top seven running backs i would take him top seven overall would you would you agree with that steven i mean he was rookie of the year a couple years ago. yeah i mean his after his rookie season i mean it was it was hard probably not to take him number one overall practically Mm -hmm. based on his rookie numbers last year the bit of the drop off um you know i'm looking at his productivity uh rush yards he was number 22 that's not good well he was hurt though that's true i feel like so i mean that but even with that injury, his receiving yards, he's still number four, mm-hmm. number three in receptions. And a lot a lot of the problem, I think, was the touchdowns kind of dropped off. Only yeah, six the, touchdowns. The year previous uh, to last year, he had 18 touchdowns. But the, 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 the promising thing there is that that shows he's not touchdown dependent. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he was still put up good numbers injured and really without good the numbers. touchdowns. Fantasy points per game, I think he was number eight. Yeah, uh, so even with only six touchdowns, so that's yeah, I, he's he's one of my top running backs off the board. Definitely top seven. I I think I would argue about taking him before any other running back. Personally, I I don't think uh, McCaffrey reproduces last year. I maybe they, take Saquon. Maybe Saquon, but I think you can argue that Kamara is a top three. Top three running back. He, he fell out of yeah. it. People forgot about him, but he was right up there last year. It was Zeke, Kamara. Saquon and McCaffrey, those four. Now no one cares about. We're we're saying is he top seven? Yeah, he's still in that top four, top three. I think so. See, for the top seven, what what it would come down to? He's definitely, I think, one of your top running backs. It comes down to are there any? How many receivers are you trying to take? So if we're if we're uh, making the draft, I'd say number one, let's say McCaffrey. Number two, Saquon. Number three, let's say Michael Thomas. Number four, let's say. 
Ezekiel Elliott. Number five, DeAndre Hopkins. And then maybe Kamara, yeah. And then, it, and then it's, uh, yeah, it's Kamara, maybe Nick Chubb, maybe Delvin Cook. So, yeah, I'd say he's top seven. Top seven, Top sure, seven yeah. for sure. For me, I have him even higher. All right, next one, complete sleeper pick, someone that could go undrafted to very good, sort of like Philip Lindsay. This one's interesting because a lot of these guys that, you know, are going undrafted, we don't really know of yet, and it's hard to find them. But uh, a couple, Lynn Bowden, I've talked about him a Lynn bunch. Bowden's, I could see him having a big role. Yeah. Um, He's a, a dynamic dynamic player. I, he came from Kentucky, so mm-hmm. I obviously got to see him in a lot of games, and he's just absolutely, every time he touches the ball, something good happens, whether it's breaking a tackle for a first down or running it the length of the field for a touchdown or getting a punt return when that's the only way you can win the game. Mm-hmm. No. If, he touches, if he gets the ball... If he the, the thing that scares me is the snap share. Yeah, is he going to actually get an on opportunity? The field. Because what, if he doesn't get the ball, then obviously <laughs> it's not going to work. He's yeah. not going to be a breakout player. So does I, I heard uh, when they made the call um, uh, to take to draft him, Gruden said like he's been wanting to coach him. So mm-hmm. how much faith does Gruden have in Bowden? But he's a potential. I'm excited to watch to see what he does. I'd say another wide receiver position. I I would say honestly, Michael Hardman. He's that speedster like Tyreek Hill. He hasn't gotten the opportunity yet, but he's coming into his second year on that offense. If something happens to Hill, I think we could see him being a very good fantasy option. He even had big games last year. See, the thing that scares me, I had Michael Hardman last year. I also mm-hmm. had Robinson for a time. They're so hard to start. Yeah. Because... But we're talking players that are going undrafted. Going undrafted, yeah. I see Michael Hardman he, he going could, undrafted. He could have that big year. But it's... Yeah, I... There's potential. I think only if uh, Hill or Kelsey gets injured. Yeah, if but it, but if there is an injury, he's going to be one of the hottest waiver grabs in right. the league. Now, the last one I would say is Ryquel Armstead. Do you even know who he is? I'm not familiar with Perfect. Armstead. He's the backup for Jacksonville Jaguars. And we know Fournette, he misses games, whether it's injury, off-the-field issues, or they don't even want him in Jacksonville anymore, or they're trying to trade him. Ryquel Armstead, I think his ADP will definitely rise. It's incredibly low right now, 171 overall. So he's not really being drafted. But if he gets on that field, I think he could, you know, be a workhorse back. They don't really have anyone else besides Leonard Fournette and Ryquel Armstead. He was a rookie last year, and he's not glamorous at all. But if something happens to Fournette, I think he could definitely be valuable. He's one of my favorite handcuffs, I guess. Okay. And the most forgotten, kind of. Okay, number nine, is Kendrick Bourne underrated? I would have to say um, probably, given that I'm, I'm not familiar with who Kendrick Bourne is. So he's a, he's a wide receiver for the 49ers. I don't think he's underrated. I don't think he's overrated. I don't think he's known enough to be either. He, yeah. he really had a, a couple of good games so far in his career. I don't see much much happening with him. Fantasy wise, they first off, it's a run heavy team. Yeah, the, their running game is so strong. I think through the air, Kittle takes so much. They've got Kittle uh, and then Debo Samuel, and they drafted Brandon Ayuk also. So there's so many weapons ahead. Yeah, of, I don't see him. Born. I don't see him being exactly no. used much. Uh, I mean, a couple times a season, he'll have some good games. I don't think he's underrated or overrated. I think he's kind of what he is. All right, number 10. Do you think Titans will be good again this year, or will they regress? I see regression. What about you? 
I I think they way overperformed last year, so I don't mm-hmm. really see any way that they could regress. That team, um, Derrick Henry carried the entire team yeah, um, as far as they went, minus Derrick Henry. That is, it was not a great team. I don't think there are some promising pieces. Derrick Henry pieces for sure. Derrick Henry, if he stays healthy, he's gonna he's gonna be. I bet he. I predict him to lead the league in rushing yards again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, AJ Brown. AJ Brown is an yeah. exciting player. I don't know that the quarterback position is as strong as I would like it to be. Yeah, they spent the money, but I don't know. See, everyone's going wild about Tannehill, but we've also seen Tannehill for what seven years in Miami do not much. I mean, he, I think he got to the playoffs a couple times, but he he wasn't great in Miami, and I don't think he's completely transformed who he is as a player. I think it was almost like Nick Foles, a really hot streak. And I'm not saying Tannehill's bad. I don't think he's bad. I think he's very serviceable as a starter, but I don't see that season replicating. Yeah, and I, I especially don't see, say something happened to Henry, mm-hmm. I don't see Tannehill as carrying a team. Mm-hmm. I think he was an excellent complement to a team that was being carried by Derrick Henry, but I don't see him being being thrust into a pass-first kind of position, him thriving there. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. So I think there's some regression for the Titans, but I, I still think they'll be good. I do think they'll be good. I think they make the playoffs. I think mm-hmm. they win a couple games. Uh, I don't see them getting to the Getting to the championship, the championship in the AFC. Yeah. What do you think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers record will be? You're the one with the bold prediction that they win that. What do you think they do? I think they win the NFC uh, South. Over under 10 wins. Over 10 wins. Over, over under 11 wins. Over 11. 12? I think they're winning 12 games. You think they're winning twelve games? I think I think Tom Brady is out to prove that he's he's still got it. I think his offensive weapons are through the roof mm-hmm. with Chris that's, Godwin, that's, Mike Evans, Gronkowski. Is Howard still there? OJ Howard is still o. J. there. Howard. They got Keyshawn Vaughn, a new running back, and don't forget the run defense was I think the number two two run defense in the league. The secondary was bad, but they fixed that a lot. They got a lot of new pieces, so the defense was pretty good. The defense was there. I see, especially Tom Brady had played his whole career with a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. I see him coming out and and just having a season that defies his age. You know, I'm not I'm not a big. I, I was never a Patriots fan. I'm not a Tom Brady uh, idolizer, but I think mm-hmm. he's gonna. He's got six rings for a reason, and I think he's gonna go go out there with something to prove. Yeah, I I could see it happening. See. I think they could have been a 12-win team last year if Jameis Winston hadn't thrown 30 interceptions. Yeah, I think there are a lot of quarterbacks who could have won 12 wins with that team. I don't think the Patriots, or I don't think the Buccaneers need Tom Brady to be able to win 12 games. I think you could plug in a lot of quarterbacks and win 12 games with the team they have right now. Yeah, I mean, 30 interceptions, that's, you're giving away almost two possessions a seat, two possessions a game. So yeah, I I do think we could see twelve wins. I'm I'm a little more hesitant just because I believe in the Falcons. I believe in the Saints still, but I would say I want to say eight and eight. But I think they will go nine. They're winning think, more I, than eight and eight. I think they'll win nine. I'll say nine wins. I think they're going playoffs. All right. I I, I think they'll make the playoffs, but I think they only get nine wins. We'll see. That's a suddenly that's become a really strong division. I think. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, and. We're forgetting the Panthers. Christian McCaffrey's there. Teddy Bridgewater, 5-0 with the Saints last year. They they aren't an easy win anymore. 
Yeah, I th- the NFC South could be the new NFC West kind yeah. of thing. So I, 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 I think we could see 12, but I'm leaning more nine, nine wins or so. It's probably more conservative. All right, number 12, do you think Jimmy Garoppolo is overrated? I think Jimmy Garoppolo is one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the entire NFL. Really? Because I was about to say he's the most underrated. I have not seen <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo do anything spectacular. Um <laughs> Well, he in his he first won, in his first season as a starter, he went to the Super Bowl. That's true, but I don't think that was Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that he had a great team. I think he his I watched him play my Green Bay Packers. What did they score? Three wins the year previously, three wins or something. I watched his their front their front defensive front just manhandle offenses. I watched their ground game just demoralize defenses. I think Jimmy Garoppolo did a decent job, uh, did a great job of doing what he had to do, uh, but he still wasn't great. He still threw a bunch of passer picks. rating, eleventh in the league. True completion percentage, number three. Red zone completion percentage, number fourteen. Deep ball completion percentage, number one. Pressure completion, number two. Clean pocket completion percentage, number seventh. But what was that under and, pressure? And had, what was that under had, pressure? Stat? He had thirty-seven dropped passes, so he could be better. They've got new wide receivers. I think he's underrated because there's it seems like there's no one in the middle there's no one who says Jimmy Garoppolo is pretty good it's either he's the most overrated or underrated I think he's just a very decent quarterback I I haven't watched a lot of Jimmy Garoppolo play and again I I I tend to get swayed by by away from the (laughs) stats and into the actual performance and the fact that I don't really care for the 49ers we watched him do absolutely nothing against the Chiefs but I feel like he did more Nothing. throughout the season, and the playoffs. Everyone watched the playoffs, and they're judging his whole, whole all of Jimmy Garoppolo for those two, 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 three games. See, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is great. I don't think he's great. I don't. But I think he gets way too much hate. I think he probably gets too much hate. Uh, some of that. And this from was me. his first year. <laughs> this was his first year starting. He was injured last year. And he went to the Super Bowl. Right, but I think so much of that is due to his roster. I mean, I think, take away George Kittle and what, mm-hmm. what do you have in the air game. Uh, well, but you could say the same about several other quarterbacks. You could say, take away, you know, Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and suddenly Matt Yeah, Ryan's I know. I, I just, I don't, I don't, he's not... He's not an overly impressive quarterback to me. He's a Tom Brady without the rings at this point, you know? Okay, well, he not does have a, three rings. <laughs> Yeah, but he didn't start for the <laughs> back then. It doesn't count. All right. Well, so so I guess that's the answer for Jimmy Garoppolo. He's either the most overrated or underrated. There doesn't seem to be an in between. Have you ever met anyone who thought Jimmy Garoppolo was just pretty good? No, I don't think so. Everyone or didn't thinks... have a strong opinion on him. No. Okay. Okay. Number thirteen. Does Marcus Mariota have the potential to start over Derek Carr? We talked about this. We think he does. We think Carr is boomer bust. He's either great or it's Mariota. I think, I think the questions: Does Marcus Mariota have the potential? I think he absolutely mm-hmm. has the potential, but I think it's completely out of his hands. I think that job is Carr's, and if Carr does well, I don't think there's any way Mariota gets a chance. I think it's the same as Mariota last year with Tannehill. Yeah, it's, it's going to take it's going to take the starter to fail for him to get a chance to start. But I think Carr could fail. Fail. That's that's what I'm saying. That's that's the thing. I, if he I fails, think, I think Carr is either. Top twelve, or it's Mariota, right? I don't think there's much. And like we said, Car Car has to has to produce, or he's out. Mm-hmm. All right, last question we've got: Do you think Mitch Trubisky 
can rebound this year. This one's, I know you don't think that because you're a Packer fan, and a lot of people don't think that because he's I think there are even Bears good. fans who don't think. <laughs> I, I don't think many people think he will rebound. But the question is not will he rebound. The question is can Mitch Trubisky rebound? And I believe he can. We're forgetting two years ago, he was a very promising, albeit frustrating, quarterback. But he had 24 touchdowns next year, 17. His yards, completion percentages, touchdowns, they all dropped. The record went from 11-3 to 8-7. and seven. I don't think Mitch is the whole problem. See, you look at that, he, he can get it done. I, don't, I think he is a problem. He makes really dumb decisions. But I think he can rebound. We've seen him. Do I better. think I think it'll be hard not to rebound at least some because mm-hmm. I think he was so bad uh, last year. You look at his his passing productivity. There's only one category where he's top ten, and that's interceptable passes. <laughs> Everything else is is just uh, really really quite. It, it was a dreadful season. It was it a dreadful, was a dreadful season. season. So I think I think he will be better just because I think it's hard to be much worse. Um, yeah. I don't think he's the long-term answer in Chicago. Now, do you think there's a chance it's Nick Foles instead of Trubisky? Do you think we could see that happen? Because they paid, they paid Foles money. They brought him in for a reason. Do you think that's just competition to make Trubisky work harder? Or do you think that we could actually see Nick Foles starting in Chicago this year? I think if Mitch Trubisky comes out and plays a couple games, the first couple games of the season, I think we'll be telling. If he comes out and it's the same Mitch Trubisky we got last year, I think it might be Nick Foles' time in Chicago. Yeah. And that's, that's what's frustrating is you don't usually see quarterbacks make progress and then devolve at that level that Trubisky did. Yeah. Touchdowns, everything got worse. And that's so so frustrating to see in a young quarterback everything getting worse and you got to think they saw that too the coaching staff they brought in Foles for a reason I don't think they brought in Foles just as you know to make Trubisky work harder they could have brought in a whole slew of other backup quarterbacks to do that but yeah. Foles, Foles we know can can play well Foles, one interesting thing I'm thinking about is Foles Foles is not your long-term solution mm-hmm. he's been in the league a long time he's not your franchise quarterback so it's a little scary are, are they bringing in Foles to handle one season until they can go get get a franchise guy. Mm-hmm. Are See, they already looking past? Uh, I think Trubisky, Trubisky. I think Trubisky can rebound, but I don't think he does. I, I would. I, I don't think I agree he does. That. Everything got worse. He's getting worse. And also, just in terms of you got to forget about fantasy a little bit, and just in terms of Chicago wants to win. Mm-hmm. Then I don't see them beating Green Bay. I don't see them beating Minnesota. Yeah. So they're they're not they're not. I think I don't even think they're going to be think top be two. Detroit. In their, I I don't see them beating Detroit. Uh, they might split with Detroit. So I see them having a really mediocre season in the NFC North, and I think at some point uh, Chicago fans are going to be going to be yeah. frustrated enough that they want to want to change. So what's interesting is the year he did well is when they didn't really let him throw a ton. You know, four hundred and thirty four attempts, and he had a pretty decent season. Two thousand nineteen, five hundred and sixteen attempts, a huge upswing in attempts. And everything was worse. I think Trubisky is best when the ball's not in his hand. Right, and I think they've got a good running back in uh, David Montgomery. Uh, he didn't get as as much uh, opportunity as uh, some David Montgomery uh, fans had hoped for last mm-hmm. season. I think you were one of them. <laughs> yes, I was. Uh, but 
Uh, I mean, if if they really uh, commit to their run game, I, I think they could be a he could be a, a great running back. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's when they were good two years ago. They were running the ball with both Cohen and Howard. They were running it. Right, and I think there was even some 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 conversation with Matt Nagy where they were saying, why aren't mm-hmm. you running the ball? And he's like, well, we need to commit to running the ball more. And then he went out and handed it off like <laughs> five, what, times. five times yeah. in a game. Yeah, so it's very frustrating. But here's the thing. Here's why I have faith in Montgomery. What they did last year, it didn't work. No. If it had worked, I'd say, well, they're going to keep doing that. But they did something two years ago. It worked. That was running the ball. They deviated from that, and it didn't work. Yeah, so go so back. I, you can fully expect them to go back to that. So that's, One would that's, hope. One would well, hope. One would hope. Actually, but, as a Packers fan, I don't hope. <laughs> you don't hope. But but, but I, I think he will. Na- Matt Nagy, no way he's just you know stupid. He made a mistake last year. He's a good coach. And I bet he'll correct it. So I actually do have a lot of hope for David Montgomery. So hope for David Montgomery, but does that directly correspond to hope for Mitch Trubisky? Well, I think Trubisky rebounds if David Montgomery is doing well, because that means they're running the ball. They aren't relying on Trubisky. If they're trying to go the same way they did last year and having Trubisky carry the team, then I don't think Trubisky is going to rebound, and I think it's going to fall onto the shoulders of Nick Foles. But if they decide to go with a run-heavy team like they did two years ago, then I think Trubisky can play at a fairly high level. If they go back to a run-heavy team with David Montgomery... 10-man fantasy league, does Trubisky play on any team? Probably. I mean, it depends. I think he would be picked up week to week based on matchups if you're streaming quarterbacks. But I don't think there's going to be a world where anyone's drafting Mitch Trubisky in a fantasy league. I can think of 31 other quarterbacks I'd want. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so, so that is the last question we got. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will be back next week. Stephen may or may not be. I'm not sure what your schedule is. Do you plan on being back? I should be able to be back. We'll see about it. <laughs> All <Okay>. right. Thank <laughs> you so much for listening. And uh, make sure you follow The Prophet on Instagram, at The Prophet with two Fs for fantasy football, and same handle on YouTube.